0: Namaste everyone and welcome to the Jai Bhakti Yoga podcast where we share information on all things yoga, Ayurveda, and well-being lifestyle. I am excited to share these resources, insights, interviews, and so much more as we grow together on this wonderful journey of well-being. I am your host Christina Andrini founder of Jai Bhakti Yoga Foundation and JBYU School of Yoga and Ayurveda. I'd like to invite you to subscribe to our blog on Tumblr as well as to follow us on Instagram and YouTube and Facebook and all the fun social media channels where we share some of the tips and insights and resources from our podcast and vice versa on here. Now let's go ahead and begin with today's episode. Good morning, everyone. Today we are talking about being human during turbulent times. And so I welcome you to listen in. Give it a listen, give it a think, and let's go ahead and begin. Welcome to all of you that are joining us live today and, of course, listening in on our replay. And so in today's episode, we are talking about, and first and foremost, a beautiful quote that Brett Larkin, who is one of my yoga teachers, said in a training recently. And she said, I am not just a human doing, I am a human being. And in doing that, her quote lended itself to the topic that we discussed last week, which was when we went over the importance of valuing ourselves and our self-worth and the genuine love for ourselves by learning how to embrace the times of loneliness and the times of coming into our wholeness. So our mantra, if you remember what it was last week, was I value myself enough to know, and then you would fill in the blank there. And the other mantra was, I value myself or I love myself enough to know, and then you would fill in the blank there. And then I offered you a gentle challenge to hold yourself accountable each day to valuing yourself and honoring yourself with the highest regard of respect. And as we all come to know and love, that respect is the highest form of love. And so when was the last time that you celebrated yourself? And I say this word specifically and strategically, knowing that we are not just in a time of celebration here in New Orleans, but in other parts of the world. However, comma, other parts of the world are going through a significant shift of transformation change, and they are facing quite a great feat. And so in this time of transformation Throughout the world, it's important that we're celebrating the individuals, but we're also holding regard to the highest form of respect for those that are going through a significant quantum shift. Specifically, we know. Right now this time is over in the Ukraine and so we want to highlight that we are standing with them and that we are standing alongside their greatest uh, greatest opportunity of transformation and this is where they're being more empowered than ever before. Where the whole world is coming alongside them to support. And so we want to be in the space of value and self-worth and self-love along with those that we're holding in our hearts. And so we want to celebrate that and also take the time that we need to be human. We are humans and being in that space of not just doing, but also receiving the time that we need to sit back and settle in. There's so much going on. When was the last time that you just took a moment to reflect on all of your already wonderful accomplishments, but then also, where have you been maybe holding yourself back from taking that time to just relax? There's so much going on. It's important that you take a few moments throughout the day to honor yourself. And also keeping in mind and possibly consider, give it a think, is when was the last time that you did something special for yourself? When was the last time that you took yourself out for lunch or that you gave yourself a gift of some sort? And just that time of honoring and acknowledging the highest regard of your accomplishments. You're always doing and doing and doing, but also accept the fact that you're also being, being in your presence. We get so caught up in the cycle of doing that we forget the importance of just being. And pulling ourselves away from the computer, from technology, um, because working remotely has created different samskaras. And in yoga, samskaras is different cycles, different patterns. And when we are teaching remotely, we're attending school remotely, college remotely, um, Zoom meetings remotely, we're exposing ourselves to this blue light. It gives us uh, a lot of struggle to sleep at night because of the impact of the blue light in the melatonin. Um, and so it's, it's hard for us. Something that was meant to simplify our lives is actually becoming an incredibly powerful addiction. And so where is the balance that we're having of being able to celebrate the time of not being on these technology platforms and being able to just be one with nature again? And if you have found that this was something very tough and challenging for you, I need to, you know, share in that space with you because I teach online. I attend my undergraduate school right now as I'm pursuing my doctoral online. My business is all done online. I connect with everyone here online. And so, I find myself also in that same cycle and having to break those patterns by giving myself a break. And it's important that we give ourselves that break. Sometimes we're just so addicted to the technology. What's going on? What are our friends doing? How are we connecting? That we're not taking that time for ourselves. And so, you know, maybe that's um, thinking about when was the last time you enjoyed yourself not on the social platform? And here in New Orleans, when was the last time you went and enjoyed a parade and just threw your hands up to catch some beads or went to a concert and enjoyed the music without putting the camera on? Uh, When was the last time that you went for a walk in the park? When was the last time that you went to the beach, if that's accessible for you, or just enjoyed the amusement park or cruise? So, taking this time, and sometimes it was probably possibly pre pandemic that you were able to do that. But now is a time to also, you know, if you wear a mask, wear your mask, if you're going through your vaccinations, if you're going through your your transitions, whatever feels the most appropriate and comfortable for you, maybe it's just going out and camping, but taking some time to be in your wholeness and away from the technology and the blue light for some time would be really, really important to us to reestablish homeostasis back into the physiology. And as always, you know, I bring back always circling back to Ayurveda and yoga as we work through the eight limbs of yoga and we work through the inner intelligence because as we are providing the inner intelligence and in supporting the inner intelligence, there are times where we neglect ourselves and therefore taking ourselves away from enlivening that from within. Wonderful, Mary Carol is at the beach and in solitude from the crowds and that's wonderful. It's that taking that time for introspection and enjoying the beauty of nature, the, the ocean waves, the music that they make for you and the sound of the birds and even the gentle humming of the people in the background if there are any. It's quite a beautiful experience to have that and it takes us back to our wholeness again. It's kind of like going outside of your comfort zone and now with this act with the pandemic being so accessible for us to be so technologically quick microwave results and connected, there's also this time where we forget that It could be going outside our comfort zone to let go of the phone. What happens if you forget your phone? You actually are late for work to go back home to go get it. And so thinking about how peaceful it is when you put your phone on Do Not Disturb and you're so laser focused on a project and you forget and all of a sudden you've got a hundred and something thousand notifications but it don't mean anything to you because you got so much other stuff done and you were able to be back with your wholeness. You were able to eat a meal in peace. And as Illy says, peace is priceless. You can't put a label or a number on your peace. It, it's something that you don't want to give away. And so pulling yourself into a new space of comfort and thinking about the word comfort, that it has the word OM inside of it and so having that space of comfort within those moments and making new habits because we've created old we've created new habits which are soon going to become old habits and we're now well, well it's the pandemic but we're also now returning back to creating new habits that will help to enliven us and bring us back to that space of balance so I'm going to ask you this question and it's one that I've asked myself too, how much are you willing to go outside your comfort zone and enter into expansion? And I know Mary Carol is already there. She's at the beach and she's enjoying her time of expansion. So how many of you are willing to do the same? and whether that's uh, taking yourself for a walk. And I make this kind of comedic in a way because I don't have a dog anymore, but you have to take yourself for a walk. And the beauty about having an animal or a pet that requires your attention is that it pulls you away from your technology so that you can go outside and enjoy that time with your animal walking the dog. But if you really think about it, maybe your dog is walking you. So give it a think, give yourself a walk, and take some time to appreciate the beauty of nature. Um, My ex and I used to have a really funny saying. um, When we saw a dog sniffing everything, it was like, 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 like. And if you think about it, We're liking everything on Instagram or Facebook or what have you. And this dog is sniffing everything and it just loves everything. It just likes, 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 likes everything. And its little feet are moving a hundred miles a minute, liking every single scent that it smells, even if it's not pleasant. And it's just like, 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 walking through. And it's just, you know, some of you, I, and, and major Frenchie, I think has joined us earlier today, uh, Rainy, and she has her sweet little French bulldog. And just think about when you're walking your sweet little dog and all of the things that it likes, and it's a walking you. It's giving you the time to appreciate being outside, not on your phone, not walking with your phone, walking your dog and enjoying the time that you're having with your animal and being able to like everything that is around you. That is what it means to be back in your wholeness and not with the technology, and so, Professor Roxana, who is like my favorite professor at MIU, and my Ayurvedic professor, has said, um, and mentioned that our uh, in our current American culture, we live to work instead of working to live. And there needs to be a balance between the two as it aligns with the natural rhythms of life. And we've talked about this before, the circadian rhythms, the the natural rhythms of life. And we learned about this in the podcast before and in a former blog and We really need to remember that there are basic needs that are very important for us as we're celebrating ourselves and coming back into our wholeness. And a couple of these, and it's super easy. You don't have to write them down. Just listen in and give it a think. But such as sleep. How are you doing with your sleep? If you are looking at your phone before you go to bed at night, or if you're on your computer before you go to bed at night, then the blue light is impacting you. And it's again, taking away from the melatonin that's supporting your own natural physiology to help you go to sleep at night. So that's a first super easy fix is just put the phone in another room or set your alarm that you have to get up and out of your bed to go and get your phone. So that way you're not having your phone in bed with you and giving you that sense of turning over and looking at your phone. Okay, and Sadhguru also says the same thing. First thing in the morning is to smile, not look at your phone (laughs) and then healthy meals at proper times of the day. So some of us are either Vata, Pitta or or Kapha, different doshic constitutions. Those of you that are new to that, hop over to the website, jbyfnola.org, get yourself a dosha quiz and figure out what that Prakriti or what makes you up, your composition. And based on that, you'll know what type of meals to have. If you're very fiery personality, a very um, adamant go-getter, you're typically gonna lend on the side of a pitta, and that means your fire digestion is at its peak during the middle of the day. That's where uh, traditionally all doshik constitutions, but all of us should be having our biggest meal in the middle of the day. Kaffas are are um, may have tend to tend to lend themselves to a more sluggish diet uh di- di- digestion and so you might want to have a light breakfast or skip it altogether and then have your heavier meal in the middle of the day and then a light dinner and all of us should have a light dinner towards the end of the day this will help process our food to give us better sleep at night and try not to eat after 9 p.m. preferably this way the digestive system is not heavy and dull when you are getting ready to go to bed at night, okay? Again, this goes back to circadian rhythm. Vatas also um, have a light breakfast, something that'll keep your momentum going. I am a vata pitta constitution. I'm all over the place like a little bird, but extremely laser focused when I need to be. And so my uh, diet could be extremely irregular. So if I'm not having my proper meals throughout the day and vatas ha- tend to eat very small, Portions. So, just have those smaller portions throughout the morning portion of your day, the middle portion of your day, and something lighter at night. And keep yourself away from working past nine p.m. Give yourself that time so that you can sleep perfectly well. So that way, the whole physiology is able to process. Now. We um, need these basic needs for our self-care and that mantra, I value myself enough to know, I love myself enough to give myself X, Y, Z, these significant roles to bring us back into homeostasis. And there's that word again, ohm. Ohm is found within the homeostasis. So although this might sound simple, it seems to be a huge challenge, and trust me, I know it's extremely hard to do, so hold yourself accountable is kind of hard to do, especially for those overactive third chakras and pitta types. And so we tend to um, default into this pattern, and we revert back to it when we attempt to improve and or fall short of any of our goals. And this is not a time to discourage yourself when you fall short of your goal. This is a time for you to just refine and look at that space and embrace those challenges. Embrace those challenges when you fall short of your goal, assess where you need to make the shift, and then consciously make the shift to make a better choice. I like this quote, when life gives you choices, choose better. So maybe as we enter into these next 40 days coming, for those of you here in New Orleans, after Fat Tuesday, after Mardi Gras, the whole world goes into the Ash Wednesday Lent challenges of the 40 days of Lent. And so we go into the Easter and the resurrection and thinking about this as... 40 days of growth and refinement, 40 days of empowerment. And this is just a simple Kriya challenge you can do. You can hop over to the website and download the free 40 day yoga Kriya thing. And that is going to be your holding yourself accountable. And then you can take that and make notes as you're going each and every day of what are you doing to give yourself this time of refinement? Maybe you set yourself a goal for the next 40 days and hold yourself accountable each day, whether it's a a journal, um, your yoga practice diary, an Ayurvedic diary, whatever that is for you. Over on the blog, we have tons of freebies for you to download and you can choose a workbook of any. Take that and utilize it as part of your challenge to help yourself to empower over the next 40 days. And this will be what I like to call entering into the age of our courage, entering into the age of courage. And why do I say that? Because it's important to do one thing a day that scares you. One thing a day that you would normally not do. Something that you might have a really strong challenge with, whether it's pulling yourself away from the computer or whether it's eating proper meals throughout the day that you normally wouldn't do and holding yourself accountable for that or cooking something. Or maybe it's a few minutes of getting on the phone and calling somebody that you haven't spoken to in a long time and or going for a walk around your block or your neighborhood when you always tell yourself or talk yourself out of it. So thinking about that. For me, it's this week specifically, it's dressing up in crazy fun costumes and walking outside and being a part of the culture here in New Orleans with from crazy makeup to wigs costume it out and all, and just living in the moment, being super present away from the phone, away from technology, just enjoying the abundance of being in the giant, huge family block party here in New Orleans and celebrating the culture of Mardi Gras. And for others, it could be uh Doing something that they've never done before, whether it's go skydiving, if that's your thing, or take yourself on a cruise or travel somewhere by yourself, do something that you have never done on your own before. If you've ever seen the movie Benjamin Me, he talks about the, the character that Matt Damon plays, says this really strong, powerful line, and he says, 20 seconds of incredible courage can change your life. 20 seconds of incredible courage can change your life. Maybe that's talking to that person that you've been interested in and have had so much fear of rejection. What's the worst that can happen? Just give it a go, pick up the phone, walk over to the person at the table, stand at the front row of the concert that you're going to, whatever that is. Give yourself 20 seconds of incredible courage and notice the power within that. Notice what empowers you and enlivens you, whether the adrenaline rush, whatever that is, give yourself those 20 seconds of courage to give yourself the opportunity to make a huge, giant transition for your life. 20 seconds of courage for our beautiful friends across the the world here is going to change their lives with empowerment, with 20 seconds of courage of everyone that can come to stand and fight for them. So think about those courage, encouraging words, not only for those that we love, but for ourselves as well. And again, remember our mantra, I value myself enough to know. I love myself enough to give myself 20 seconds of courage. And so, These 20 seconds of courage can absolutely change your life. And whether that is putting the phone away and not looking at it and giving yourself that time to sleep in peace. Ayurveda has become the newest passion in my life. And it's the perfect sister to yoga. It has really embodied and infused and married the two with philosophy of yoga and combining that power with embodying and enlivening the inner intelligence of our physiology and this leads to incredible optimal health discovering the way the truth and the light and once you discover your way then you begin to discover the truth and once you discover your truth It will illuminate that light, that fire within the Agni. And therefore, you can turn around and become the light for others to embody their truth so that they can find their way. And so what are you denying yourself of right now? Consider that. Where is it that you are not allowing your fire to be fueled? And give it a think write it down, honestly assess this and then take a few moments to write your goals down and give yourself those 20 seconds of courage to make it happen. How will you change your path to enter into your wholeness? What lifestyle choices do you need to change in order to choose better? Okay, being human during times that are turbulent, can trigger a barrage of emotions. And this leads to what we've come to learn, pragya aparad, the ignorance of our intellect. And when we see this reflected externally in the world, remember that what we're taking in is also part of how we're nourishing us, how we are enlivening us. And so Whatever we're taking in externally is also is going to affect our datus or our tissues. How we feel on the inside is a reflection of how we're going to show ourselves on the outside. Nourishment, whether it's the food that we're physically putting in our mouth and eating or what we're taking in through our eyes and through the senses, what we're hearing, what we're seeing, what we're receiving. And so Pragya aparad is that ignorance of the intellect and it's the stories that we're creating within ourselves without honestly knowing what that truth is. And so really being, it's really important that when you allow it to get the best of you, then you will lose the best of you. And so let us not become what we see, but become what we want to be, Okay. The way, the truth, and the light during the times of great trials is something that we need to remember. And as Illy has mentioned before in a previous podcast, that without trials, how does one triumph? So taking into consideration what those trials are and being able to discover the embodiment of your own specific power so that you can attain that very triumph. The seeds are the basic foundations of the seven chakras. These lead to the higher states of consciousness and these are what enable us to get to the root chakra of our essence or our sar, our being. And throughout this expansion, This gives us the opportunity to embrace our wholeness. Once we align with these four chakras along with the other seven, then we enter into the truth of speech. We enter into the truth of our thought, actions, and deeds. And this enters into our wholeness of being, the samadhi, the seventh chakra. And then we are no longer humans that are just doing, we're humans that are being. And that is the empowerment of living the eight limbs of yoga and living the being and the essence of the chakra system, which is in perfect alignment with the Ayurvedic principles of circadian rhythm. And of course, your lifestyle, your diet, your nutrition, and not excessively working out. Give yourself time to enjoy yourself. We are not on automatic, y'all. Anxiety is a form of charge. And that charge is restricting at a high level in the body. And this is what causes the imbalance in the physiology. So having the ability to navigate this so that you can enter into your wholeness is going to achieve your greatness. Instead of saying, I have to, change your language to, I choose to. Anything you have to do, if it's not a committed obligation, can give yourself wiggle room. Now, if you have to turn in a final exam for school, that's a different story. Make sure that you give yourself the time to do that. However, comma, if you are creating your own goals and you're choosing this beautiful navigation or path to leave a legacy, a legacy doesn't happen overnight, my dearest. And so give yourself this time to refine, to reflect, don't be a human doing, be a human being. Give yourself time, just like we do at night, to sleep and refine and purify as the same thing. Have a little playtime. Work hard, play hard. Now, choose it to I choose to instead of I have to. Begin to shape your own destiny and do not become a victim of your own circumstances like we talked about last week in the blog Embracing Your Loneliness. Let not the turbulence of the world hold you back from sharing your music. Let not the turbulence of the world hold you back from sharing your music. Be the music, share your light and embrace the 20 seconds of courage to make conscious choices to improve your life and touch the lives of others around you. Like a guitar, okay? Life will surely pluck your strings. And this is a quote from Anadea Judith. And what sound will you make with that? What sound will you make with that guitar when life plucks your strings? So with that, I'll love you and leave you and give you so much love and abundance. Please stay healthy, my friends, and I'll see you next week. Namaste and much love. And for those of you that wish to uh, share this uh, podcast or share this cast, please do so. Um, All of your support is always welcome so that we can continue to empower and enrich our friends and family all over the world. It's a simple follow and tag and send it off, or however you wish to share it. Um, You can join us on Facebook. You can also join us on YouTube. I post a class every single day at 8am, free for anyone and everyone. I believe right now we're focusing on gentle yoga. So please share that. Join us over there. Um, Join our membership if you want to support us financially on jbyfnola.org. Use this code JBYF20 for 20% off forever. Uh, We're hoping to get 200 members strong to support our organization and offer four grants for our teacher training every year to our BIPOC communities in financial need um, so that they can also provide the gift of Ayurveda and yoga all over the world. Um, And that's really it, my sweet loves. Thank you so much. Next Monday, um, we'll be, I believe we'll be with my brother from India as we begin to chat about our October yoga retreat to India and the wonderful blessings that India has to offer. And you will be meeting my brother, Chintu, who lives over in, I believe he's in Varanasi. He may have moved and um, will be talking to us live from India. So much love. Bye now. Thank you all so much for participating in today's wonderful podcast. As always, it's such a joy and an honor to share in the space with all of you and hold the space together as a collective. I invite you to support my life's work on Teachable. For those of you that would like continuing education units, Teachable will be the go-to for your membership. I'm looking forward to growing together and meeting you all. Please be sure to follow me on Instagram and introduce yourself. I would love to follow you back and subscribe to our YouTube channel for free classes that are posted weekly. Looking forward to our next chat together and I'll see you online, in person, in an immersion, or on this podcast. See you soon. From my heart to yours, much love and namaste.